Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extraordinary Women podcast. This is episode number 91. Well, we have a great interview today with myself and Monica Michelle, who is the founder and CEO of Bloom TV Network, a streaming network that is devoted to everything about flowers, flower arrangements, flower gardens, cooking with flowers, even the health benefits of flowers, painting with flowers, creating with flowers, all things flowers. I can't wait for you to hear more, so let's get started. You are listening to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, a podcast for the woman entrepreneur, where we have candid conversations about the journey of starting a business. You'll get valuable tips and advice as you launch yourself on your own entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, Sherry Harmel, the editor of the Extraordinary Women Magazine Circle. And I embrace my own entrepreneurial journey as a woman of, say, a certain age. And if I can do it, ladies, so can you. I now divide my time between Paris and Boston, which fulfills my desire to create this life reimagined while building a business I love. I am so happy you are here. So let's jump right in. Monica, welcome today to the Extraordinary Women podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and I'm excited to meet you. Oh, I am thrilled. Monica started what is called Bloom TV Network, and she's going to share all about that with us today. But truly, both from the standpoint, Monica, of someone who loves flowers, how can they sign up for Bloom TV, um, like myself, um, but also because Extraordinary Women is really about women entrepreneurs. And so they're going to be interested in how this idea came about, how the processes really that you went through to take something from an idea to an actual business. So start on the the consumer side, if you don't mind, and give us a little bit of idea, more of a context of Bloom TV and you. So Bloom TV is a network dedicated to all things floral. Think of it as the food network of the flower world, uh, where we provide all sorts of content around cooking with flowers, gardening, uh, painting flowers, anything there is to do with flowers, we are bringing uh, that information to form uh, through videos. But all of the cooking with flowers, as well as gardening, as well as floral arranging, as well as I'm hearing painting, you love paint flowers. And then you also mentioned, I think I was looking at your website, that there's a a kind of a mental health component. Yes. uh, So we actually have videos on uh, people that are taking you through mindful uh, bouquet building, which is this new form of almost meditation through building these bouquets and really sinking into what you're doing, the intention behind it. There's a lot of people that are talking about the science around uh, mental health and well-being through flowers and the actual studies that are done around how flowers, having them in your home just in a vase actually reduces stress and anxiety on a level that's we don't even realize it's happening. Um, yeah. So it's a lot of fun stuff on there. Yeah. Oh, I love this. You know, it's far, it sounds like it's far beyond. We've all heard of flower essences for a long time, but it's it's far beyond that. And it's also manageable for somebody who lives in an apartment like I do, as well as someone that's on acres and acres of land, it sounds like. You have this Restore Eden, which I thought was just fascinating. Tell us more about what that's, a, you know, that mission statement, if you want to call it that, is about. Oh, my gosh. Well, I have been obsessed with this idea of, of beauty and the, the frequency behind beauty for a while now. Truly, I, I've got a passion for nature and beauty within nature and restoration, but really diving into the depths of that, I think that, you know, it starts with your inner Eden first. And so a part of our mission behind Bloom TV is helping people to restore their inner Eden so that they can restore their outer Eden. So bringing beauty to people in the forms of 
uh, flowers and mental health to consuming flowers to being intentional around uh, the foods that you put together and what you create and bringing all these beauty aspects into your, your creations to encouraging people to bring beauty to their outer surroundings through sustainable gardening and biophilic design, bringing nature aspects in. Um, so really just anything to do with this concept around, around beauty and well-being, because I think there's something really special about it. And I think when you start introducing those pieces of beauty to your life, it, it becomes a necessity um, and it really can change the way you live life. I think when you start bringing those, those beautiful pieces in and incorporating that into your everyday. If this is very random, but this week I went to the Dior Gallery here in Paris and you need to do a collaboration with Christian Dior's, the Dior company, because Christian Dior's work was all about flowers, yes. which is so interesting to me that in one week, I'm get, I'm speaking with you and I'm off at the gallery looking at Christian Dior and his work and his um, how do we inspiration, which was really flowers in so many ways. Really cool. I know. Well, now that's on my list. Now I have to do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, I'm actually going to post. I took so many videos when I was in his gallery, which is just absolutely gorgeous. So you'll have to look on my Instagram post and that will whet your appetite to make that plane ticket and, you know, come on over. So speak. Yes. So tell us though, where did this idea come from? Uh, because I looked at your LinkedIn page and, and you've had, you've had some different career paths and that don't really fit with flowers. If you oh yeah say that so I uh you know I had a I had a bad habit of when I was a kid and just starting out in uh the professional space mm -hmm. um, I took all of the cool jobs that I just thought were good jobs but they actually did not align with what I wanted to be or um and at that time I don't think I really knew who that was anyways and I didn't really know where I wanted to go or what I wanted to be <laughs> What I do know is that I've always enjoyed nature and I've always enjoyed travel and, and beauty. And so I've had a couple of different careers. One of them allowed me to work digitally, which was fantastic because I spent a lot of my time traveling. And you're, you're sitting in Paris right now. That's actually where my career in flowers began. Admiring these little side street flower shops and I had a pastry in front of me and I just really... I sunk into that moment so hard and I just thought, oh my gosh, I want to bring this back to the States with me. I want to bring this essence of flowers and pastries and like beauty and all of this back home. And how do I package this? And my first thought was, oh, it's going to be so much fun. I'm going to on the side for my friends, I'm going to start baking for my girlfriend's uh, whenever I get a chance where I infuse all these desserts with flowers, like how do I combine these pastries and flowers? And uh, I mean, it, I was sitting in Paris and it all just kind of happened. And um, that night I was uh, coming home and I remember on the plane, I was just daydreaming about and putting together kind of a, a, a very rough scale business plan. And I uh, got back to the States and told my friends that I was going to do this for fun on the side. And my first, you know, big client ended up being the Oscars. So I was putting zero to a hundred and um, kind of launched into that world of baking and infusing these pastries with flowers and decorating with edible flowers. Um, and at that time, it was one of those things where a piece of me finally aligned with what I was what I was doing um, because I I loved. I loved to bake. I loved flowers. So it was the first time in my life where things that really, really were a part of me aligned in what I was doing, but it wasn't quite there. There was still a disconnect. I was like, I'm not a baker though. I, I want, I want to scale big businesses. I want to grow something, but I also want to make something that's really impactful um, that combines this beauty of the flowers and combines education and entertainment um, and so it was, it was through that, that led me to Bloom TV. And um, I remember I was talking to my partner at the time and uh, he and I were sitting down, I think over coffee and 
talking about, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, I'm not a baker, but like, I love flowers and I love, I love baking with flowers that I do. I'm not, I'm not a baker. This is something fun for me. How do we teach people how to bake with edible flowers? And then, you know, we went into the spiral of, well, what are the health benefits of edible flowers? How do we teach people about that? Well, what are the mental health benefits of having flowers in your home? And it just spiraled into this creative hurricane. I love this. But but a couple of things come to mind as you're talking. First of all, you figured out, you're still young. You figured out at a very young age that what is cool to be from a career standpoint, what might be the uh, on its surface the most profitable, didn't fit. And that's a lesson because there's so many women that I work with that are now looking at the entrepreneurial path and they've done an entire career that really gave them no jazz, no energy, no real happiness. And you figured that out. And also you made the cakes. You didn't just think about the cakes. You got the Oscar, which is incredible. The Oscar contract, if you want to call it that. But you got that because you made the cakes. You tried it. You know, I think as women entrepreneurs too, like we're women in general, we are creators. We are just creators in general. We're creators. We love to create. And I think, um, you know, one of the hardest things sometimes is I think because women are so often called to create and in sometimes do so many different things that it sometimes feels scary to step out of the box and actually do the thing because it's the you know, you've got the thing in the back of your mind where you're wondering, is anything going to come of this? Or is this a waste of my time? Or is this just going to be a distraction? Um, But really, I think the creation process is so important because you sometimes really don't know until you step into that, that space, you really don't know what's going to come of it. And so I think you have to be okay with the exploration of creation, even if it amounts to, even if it doesn't come to anything or turn into an actual career, I think you have to be okay with the exploration of creation and whatever's calling you. That's really interesting. First of all, it's interesting that you're talking about women as creators because actually physically we yeah. do create life when you look at it. And it's only what, two days after Mother's Day? So yeah. kind of makes sense. But also, that we don't know when we birth even a child you really don't know what the child's going to look like you don't know what the child's strengths are going to be what the child's issues are going to be but you have to go with it and you have to have faith in the idea or the concept or the gift or however you want to um i don't know label it if that makes any sense but yes you 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 did it you need to i think that you bring up a very very important point monica that you have to You have to go for it. You're not going to know exactly if it's going to work or what it's going to look like. Just the pure act of stepping into that and trying it sometimes is further than a lot of people get. And I think that that's something to be, you know, you got to celebrate that. You got to celebrate the the bravery that comes along with trying something new that you really don't know what's going to come of it or what's going to happen. And um, it's just, it's important. And I think that. Um, there's a lot of powerful women out there that are being called to uh, do something bigger or to do something different. And I, I think that we should 100% explore that anytime something like that calls us. I think it's important to explore. Yeah, yeah. And also you made the cake, but you didn't end up making cakes. You didn't be, become Monica's cakes or Monica's bakeries or whatever, you know, it's, you put, you put the product out there and then, and then started to regroup. So how did you get to the, the, the streaming aspect though? Because this could have gone a lot, you could have written a book or I don't know, different things. How did you get there? Oh my gosh. It's, it's such a, it's hard to, it's hard to even backtrack and and see what happened because so much happened within that time period. Um, to back it up a little bit, I, I first realized I am not a baker. I don't actually want to be baking, but I feel called to create something beautiful. And during that time though, I was struggling a lot because I had, when I do something, I like I like the big vision aspect. And so in my mind with what I was already doing at the time, I felt like 
at one point I felt like, oh, I can't stop this now, even though I'm getting called to something else. I can't stop this now because then I'll be a failure. And then I won't have done the thing that I said I was going to do, which at one point it was, I was going to start this very successful bakery and I wanted to put my desserts and, uh, know, floral vegan confectioneries into all of these places all over the world. And I told people that. And so when things started changing for me and I started getting called to this streaming platform or getting called to something else, it took me a while to really make that change. And I think that's another important thing that I've, I've talked about before, which is being able to pivot and let things take shape. And when you start getting called, like pivot towards that and don't be afraid to let something go whenever it no longer is, is serving you and um, no longer a part of your journey. But it was a really hard point for me to let go of that because I felt like I was a failure if I stopped doing what I was doing over here, even though it was going well. Mm -hmm. And uh, my, my partner and I sat down and really started brainstorming around how do I, how do I make this digital? How do I, I make this fit with who I am even more? And so that's when we started exploring, well, what about online courses? Well, then what about deeper dives into to flowers and what they do for your body, what they do for your mental health? And we just, it was through a conversation and through questions that we, you know, came up with this concept of creating an educational website where we taught people how to work with flowers on all different levels. That soon turned into this, well, let's just create a flower network. Let's create the, the food network of the flower world. And I remember that we said that, we made this statement. And then I went home and cried because I was like, I don't know how to make a flower network. I don't know how to make a TV network. And I mean, that was just, that was just a part of it. We, and it, you know, the cool thing about it is, is that I didn't have to know. I didn't need to know. I just needed to hold okay. the vision and let the right people come into play. And that's exactly what happened. People started coming every time we spoke what we were going to do, what we wanted to do and started taking actionable steps on that. People started falling into place. And before we knew it, we had a full team that was making it happen. That's it's it's just, it's just amazing to me though. It to, truly the process and go back to the process because I'm assuming you and your partner looked at each other and one one of you said what about a lives or a streaming network and the other one you know was like whoa. Um, but how did you go from that conversation to Bloom TV? Because there there. There's one is real big picture talking conversational and the other is, okay, what are our steps? So originally when we were mapping everything out, we thought when we were still on the, this is an educational site for people where we'll do video content on how to work with flowers. We sat down at a coffee shop and pen and paper and started drawing out, okay, what are the topics? What are the videos? What are the different tabs? What does the website look like? And then when we said, Let's just make a streaming network. Let's make a network. Um, I'll skip right over my crying part because I went home and I felt very overwhelmed because I, I seriously, I saw the vision and I knew this is what I want to create. This, this is it. This is the thing that I've been working my way towards in my career. And um, I went home and I immediately fell into all the nitty gritty details of well, how does this work? Well, how does the license uh, uh, videos and content for your site? Well, who are our producers? Well, who, you know, I just, I fell into this, this whirlwind of details, which um, I can tell you because my partner told me and he told me, he was like, don't get lost in the details, hold the vision, let the right people come to help you with the details that know how to do this. And um, I fell into the details for, for a minute. And it was really hard to get out of that space for me because I do go into details on how things work and like all of the, the particular like moving pieces. So I will say first I fell into that. And then when I dug myself out of the details and fell into the, okay, I don't really know how we're going to make this work, but I know what I see the envision being. From there, we just started nailing down who we were. So we got really clear on what we were before we were that. 
Okay. And that was the first step is we said, okay, we are a network dedicated to all things floral. We will be the source for all things floral. And once we got clear on that, it allowed us to then begin sharing that with people. So we said, um, one, we, I, I got my sister and her boyfriend, they have a filming company. I called them up and said, you know, uh, these, this is our idea. I want to bring together, I believe it was five women in Denver and get each of them to talk about um, something different. Like we had one girl that did a DIY uh, self-care shower bundle tutorial. We had one woman that talked just about floral tips and tricks for keeping your flowers fresher for longer. We had a, a designer in Denver talk about the importance of biophilic design and bringing nature aspects into your home. So I started reaching out and saying, you know, we want to create these videos to show what our concept is so that we can physically show the world what we're building. And I had my sister fly out. We spent three days filming these different women. And then um, we went from there. So that was kind of step two is we made it to where people could see what we were doing. And then we put that out on a very makeshift website and said, this is what we're doing. This is what we're building. Here are some examples. And from there, I started reaching out to sponsors and uh, going through Instagram, finding women that worked with flowers. And just from that small website with five videos on it, uh, we built up a team of over 150 experts. I brought in huge sponsors and partners. Um, and it was all from an idea and giving them just something to look at. Yeah. And just with that, that was enough to move people and to bring people in to where we could build it into something really big. But it was a long, it was a long year. <laughs> kidding. And it's sort of like making the cake. It's like you yeah. have to make the cake, if we want to use that analogy, with the five videos so that yeah. other people could see what you saw so clearly. Yeah. yeah. It's well, really and it, you know, sometimes it's hard. I think, I think especially whenever people have really big visions and these, these entrepreneurs that they have such a big vision to bring to the world, step one is always get clear on what that is, get very clear on what that is so you can share it with other people. But I think an important step too is you've got to give people that aren't visionary, that aren't entrepreneurs, something to look at so that they can grasp what it is that you're building. And I think sometimes people need that, that visual piece mm -hmm. um, so that they can really sink into what it is and it's, you know, easier to find that support. I love that. I absolutely love that. A great, great advice for me, as well as for everyone who's listening, honestly. Um, so talk a bit though about, you know, if I'm an expert or I've heard you call people creators also, you know, how do you, and, and then you're creating your own. So is this, is this right? How does this all work? Yeah. So part of our, part of our model is that we invite floral experts, artists, creators, designers, anybody that works with flowers, we invite them to Bloom TV uh, as content creators. And we, we view the content first and, and um, if it's approved, then we put them on the site. Okay. Um, and then from there, we, you know, we have Bloom TV professional production shows and series that are in the works right now. So what we really do is we allow people to come that want to be a part of Bloom TV and submit their own show pilot ideas or tips and trick videos. And oh. from there, we work with our sponsors to find the right fits to bring into our Bloom TV productions for full shows, full series. Um, and that's kind of our model. So we do have the content creators and then we have bigger productions. So it's a little bit um, of the content creators get paid, I'm assuming, by Bloom TV, or do they get paid based on how many people love their particular programs? I mean, how does that yes. all work? <laughs> so uh, with Bloom TV, everybody, all of our creators have referral codes. And so anybody that subscribes to Bloom TV through that creator's code, um, that person is assigned to their account. So that person can enjoy everything that Bloom TV has to offer. Um, but we give 10% of every sale to our, uh, to our creators and we pay that it, we're a monthly subscription service. So we pay that monthly reoccurring to the creator for as long as that person is a subscriber. 
And so for those reasons, a lot of people who have big audiences on YouTube are now leaving YouTube to come to us because we pay per subscriber every month. Yeah, it's like teachable or creative, creative live or whatever. Is that somewhat the model for your experts? Not uh, similar, yeah. And and the right. cool thing about it is, is that whenever somebody subscribes, um, they're supporting an expert, yes. But that expert now has the the ability to create freely and know that that person also has hundreds of other pieces of content that they can watch. So if we have some moms that um, they have time to make a video every other month and that's it, they get to do that knowing that the people that supported them in the beginning are still taken care of by other pieces of content and other experts. So. I love that. Yes, that's a, a very... Uh, important difference, actually. It's not course by course. You have the whole platform. How beautiful. Okay, women entrepreneurs, I want to let you know about a fabulous resource. The Extraordinary Women magazine is only $29.99 a year. And with that minimal investment, you'll receive four issues of the digital magazine, which are just chucked full of inspiring interviews, subscriber highlights, valuable tips, and ideas for you, the entrepreneur, regardless of the stage of your business. But this is a big but. This is more than just a magazine. During the year, you will have opportunities to connect with other like-minded women who are supporting each other and sharing ideas as they go along their business journey, as well as invitations to valuable workshops on topics that you need to plant or bloom or grow that business, as I call it. So go to the extraordinarywomenmagazine.com and subscribe. Join this movement of women from all over the world who are creating and growing businesses. I have to say, Monica, it's really supporting women or all people because you have men and women, but at different stages of their life. Uh, mom, maybe a stay-at-home mom, doesn't have the kind of time to put out content on a consistent basis, and yet she's still got her foot in the game, so to speak, so that when she is ready, you know, out, out she comes in, in a, you know, 100% or 110% way. I love and we, Yeah, and we want this to be, I mean, that's a big part of our model, too, is we really, we built Bloom TV as not only a space for the consumer, for people to come and watch and learn and do, but we also created this as a platform for other women entrepreneurs in the flower world that want a place to showcase their work or want a stage to stand on. We're, you know, we're living in a time now where we're really looking for, you know, who are the next big people of the flower world? Who are the next, um, who are these creators that we can really put in the limelight and, you know, show the public what they can do. And that's why we open it to everyone. And I, I think a lot of media company often will only work with uh, content creators or people in the industry that have huge followings on Instagram or are very well known and they won't work with anybody that's got less than so many thousand people. Right. We do not do that. We do not care what kind of following people have. We don't care if you even have social media. If you want to come and show people what you can do and you've got something that you want to uh, put out there for people to watch, and you want a space where all of the people who love flowers come to go and are, are contained within that space, like we're, we're the platform. You are. You absolutely are. It's, it's beautiful. Let's go back to the tears a little bit because I would imagine, tell me if this is true, that at each stage of this, you've, you've had to work on mindset. You've had to work on what's going on inside. Um, so share, if you can, Monica, just a little bit about how you've worked through some of that. 
Mm, oh my gosh, well, I'm, I'm very lucky to have a partner that's very supportive and he's back down to, to reality when I get a little strung out on all the details. <laughs> um, you know, for, for me, I am very clear that I am visionary and entrepreneur and I'm very, very clear on that. And so by being clear on that, I know when I start to go downhill <laughs> and get into the tears and all of that, it's when I start getting too deep into the details. And so for me, I have to keep that very separate as much as I can. And I still fall into it. It's a weekly thing where I'm like, oh God, I'm getting too far down into the details. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta stay up here. I gotta stay up here and, and allow the right people to come in to help me with these, these detail pieces. So I think like on a, on a weekly basis, I really have to take a step back, focus on big vision. Um, and then also something that I know is very helpful that I'm working on. I'm not great at it yet, but really trying to recognize what's been built and celebrating what's been built so far. Um, and I, I recently had a conversation where, you know, I had, I had mentioned, I was like, oh, I feel on a regular basis, like I'm not ready to share Bloom TV yet sometimes. Like when we're talking to, to big sponsors and partners, sometimes I hit a space where I'm like, oh, I don't feel like we're ready yet. I gotta do this, this, and this, and this first. But it really, it's not true. And I think we have to, um, as entrepreneurs and as creators, really take a step back, look at what we've done and uh, celebrate every little win, which I am still learning to do, but it is, mm -hmm. I think vital to the success of a company and to staying really level in what you're doing. Yeah. So what are the conversations? It's so good, but what are the conversations that go through your head when a part of you says, don't share, you've got all these pieces you have to take care of before you can share with this ex sponsor, whatever it is. So what is that process? Is there, are there particular I don't, I don't know, like even, even mantras that you go through or affirmations or are there particular books that you've read or resources that you've tapped into to help you to fight that? I call it syndrome. Why am I? Imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Imposter syndrome is really about perfection. You know, you're not perfect yet. So don't bring this out yet. <laughs> so. Yeah. How, how, what goes through your head? Cause that's a process too, just as important as setting up business processes is taking care of what's going on up here. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's for me, sometimes it just has to be a hard, hard stop of, okay, wait, no, this is actually really good. And wow, we have 150 people contributing content and wow, we have these sponsors already. And these people, like we, I, I think I, for me, it, it really is just a hard stop because it's it's hard to, I feel like it's best if you can catch yourself falling into that, but it's very difficult to catch yourself falling into that space. So I think it's just a matter of making yourself stop, making yourself look at what's been done, um, celebrating those wins again. But I think it is just sometimes for me, at least it has to be a hard stop. It's a, it's an inner dialogue of, we're not ready, but wait, yes, actually we are. We and are. We are. Yeah. <laughs> I love that hard stop because it's like tough love, you know, but you're giving it to yourself. You yeah. know? So where's Bloom TV now and where do you kind of see it going? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I'm just amazed every day. Um, I'm very proud of Bloom TV it's only where it's at because of all of the collaboration that we've done. We're not afraid to collaborate. We have incredible partners. We have incredible creators that we've worked with to make mm -hmm. this, this something special. And so from that, I really, right now where we're at is we have 150 experts and content creators that are contributing content to Bloom TV on a regular basis. We have incredible partnerships in the works. We have, uh, including What Women Create magazine, uh, mm -hmm. where we are releasing our first episode in collaboration with What Women Create in June. Yeah. Uh, we also have some other really powerful partnership and sponsorship conversations going right now where um, we're in the works of developing incredible shows and series that will change the way that people think about flowers 
um, and bring even people that don't care about flowers into that world uh, like never before. But that's what's currently going on at Bloom TV. The future vision is still very much the same as, as it was in the beginning as far as where we know we want to be and where we're going. And that's becoming the network for all things floral. And that's what we already are, but, but really building it to a scale to where we introduce the next stars of the flower world to the world. And being that, that space, that location for anybody who loves flowers to come and create and grow with us and have an opportunity unlike a, a huge media company, have an opportunity to come and play no matter what level they're at and be recognized within that space, within that world. Mm-hmm. And another, you know, part of this vision too is where we're going and, and what we want is eventually a Bloom TV studios where we have a space where creators can come and film and um, a garden center where people can come and create great content for the channel. So. Oh my God, that sounds fantastic. Wow. I love this. You know, I think you're going to make it. I think you're going to create all of those, not make it as in you're already making it, but I mean, even the the longer term plan where you, who knows uh, where this is all going to go. And I think in your conversation with Joe over at What Women Create, you talk about, you talked about wanting to build out a program for children. And mm, I yes. that's so interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing. I will add to this. We're, we want to be a space for everybody. And so we really mm-hmm. are looking for, you know, creators and um, maybe even productions down the line that are geared towards kids and getting them excited about being in the garden and being outside and, and really incorporating these nature into their, their mm-hmm. everyday um, and creating, you know, educational and entertaining content for kids yeah there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of, of futuristic visionary yeah. stuff got attached to bloom tv you know we even are looking at um eventually how do we create you know almost vr experiences within bloom tv where it's mm-hmm. you know can feel like you're actually in a workshop with a professional and really yeah. there and so just all sorts of fun stuff that we're we're playing around with it. I love this. This is, this is so fun. This truly is. I'm going to take you in the weeds a little bit, uh, which, because you probably don't have to go there now, but when you started and you were adding people to your team, because that's the one thing when, when we as entrepreneurs, and I'm the exact same way, Monica, I'm very visionary, very high level. And as soon as I get down in the weeds, uh, I get what I call stiff legs. And I'm not very good at it, uh, quite honestly. And so I have to hire people to do that. How did you know as you were bringing people in or considering people some of those things that have to get done? how How did you decide if they were the right people or not? And was that a learning process? Oh my gosh. It's still a learning process. You just, sometimes you really don't know until, until they're there. And then you're like, Oh, (laughs) but uh, in the beginning for us, one thing as a startup and a company that's uh, you know, in the beginning we're like, Oh, let's build a TV network and us not having, we didn't have big investor dollars to put into this company. And so for us in the beginning, sharing the vision and where we were going and what we were building, we allowed that to attract the right people. And in that, we were really looking for volunteers. And so in the beginning, as a startup, that's all we could do was volunteers. We couldn't, we couldn't pay anybody to be a part of it. We couldn't even pay ourselves. And yeah. so for us, it was, I won't say easier because it's not easier than just like being able to hire people. But you certainly get people that really believe in the vision whenever you're asking for people to volunteer their time um, or you're saying, this is what I need. Who can help with this? Who wants to help with this? And so we got lucky in that we really got people reaching out to us saying, how can I help? What can I do? How do I be a part of this? And for us in the beginning, you know, you can't be like, oh, no, you're not the right fit when you need (laughs) help and you need volunteers. And And so that was really our process. And in a lot of ways, 
you know, I think about it and I go back and I think like, oh my gosh, like what if we would have gone the investor route and gotten like, you know, you know, big money put into this concept and this idea. And yeah, we would have gone out and hired people to do the thing. But I don't know that we would have gotten the right people if we would have done that because we we truly got people that believed in the company because we had they had no other means but yeah. you know believing in the vision. And so we got really lucky there. And now it's mm-hmm. it's a similar thing. We, you know, we're still we still have volunteers that are working with Bloom TV. We still have people that are creating content, but they're volunteering their time to be a part of the company and help us grow. Um, so that later we can hire them on. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, it's a little bit of a different avenue, but I guess you just, sometimes you really don't know until you get people in there and, yeah. and you know, see how it goes. And then a lot of times you have to pivot and sometimes you realize this person is actually way better at this kind of thing. So it allows you to take them into another area of the business. But I, this is really good information because, again, it's about trying and, and you're not going to know if someone is perfect or the idea is perfect or it's the right idea unless you try it. And, and you have to be willing to, as my grandmother used to say, plug your nose and jump. You know? yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and in the water, I mean. <laughs> so, yeah, at the end of the dock. People really want to be a part of something bigger. Like I think even, you know, women who aren't entrepreneurs, but they want to be a part of something bigger or they like know what their strengths are. And they're just, a lot of times I feel like people are looking for, for places to apply those, those skill sets and they get really excited by, you know, the building of big companies. And I, I think you have to allow people to help. You just have to allow people to help. You know, that's something that I'm, um, I'm, I'm still working on is uh, learning how to let people help. Yeah, that's a very good point that sometimes though there are builders and there are visionaries and there are different people, different strengths to some extent. So how different do you feel today when your feet hit the ground, you know, after you get, you know, you get out of bed, feet hit the ground. How do you feel differently today with Bloom TV versus what you were doing before? Oh my gosh. It is a world of difference. I feel so much more aligned. I don't feel like even when I'm overwhelmed and we have a lot of stuff to do, I don't feel stretched the way that I used to because used to, when I was busy in the wrong thing, I felt extremely stretched. It wasn't just a, I felt physically, emotionally stretched. I felt mentally stretched because I was so not aligned with what I was supposed to be doing. And so everything felt stretched. Even on days that were good, I still felt tired and stretched. Now, even in some of our busiest times where we've got, you know, eight hours straight of meetings and it's a different kind of tired. It's one when I go to bed, I feel good. It's like working out and you're tired from working out in comparison of, you're tired because you've been laying around all day. Like it's just, but it feels very aligned and I feel, it feels steady too. It feels so steady because it feels, um, it just feels like a part of me. It feels like a part of me. So it feels very, very steady and not rushed and very um, natural. It feels like everything that we do with Bloom TV is in flow. Natural, purposeful. I love yep. that. Yeah. Right. How important do you think it is? Because you've talked about your partner a couple of times, right? and I'm assuming he's been involved from the very yes. beginning. How yes. important it, is it to have your partner on board? Oh, my God. So important. <laughs> the entrepreneur world is uh, a very, I know you've heard a lot of people say this, it is a very lonely world for a lot of entrepreneurs because it is that that is your life that is your um your everything Mm -hmm. um for me it's been very important he is very grounding and when I'm up here and you know (laughs) lots of energy and trying to figure out a place to put it um he's very grounding for me and very just you know sunk into um you know what's very grounded optimistic too which is really good so it's like I've always got that person to lean on 
whenever I'm feeling like, you know, maybe something's not going right. He brings me back down to, well, actually everything's going right. And you thought <laughs> this, but yet this happened. And this only happened because this was going wrong, you know, earlier in the year. And so, yeah, it's very important. And I think for entrepreneurs that don't have that, I think it's, it's important to find someone, just someone, whether it's a, a friend or another entrepreneur or a group that you can join online full of other entrepreneurs I think it's very important to have somebody to lean on. Yeah. Times, always. Yeah. Do you find that also helps with the brainstorming? The, yes. you know, where am I going? What direction are we taking this? Or am I taking yeah. this? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's the first thing out of my mouth in the morning, I'm like, oh my God, I have an idea. <laughs> For me, that's, that is, um, that is super helpful because I've always got somebody to bounce ideas off with. And um, he's, he's very visionary as well. Um, more so than me. And so it's, it's fun to, to go back and forth on like what could be and then what's realistic and what can we actually obtain right now and, or how do we get there? So. Yeah. But, the, but it's great that you brought up because not everyone has a partner, number one. Um, but also it's important that if you do have a partner to get the partner on, on board, even yeah. if in fact, they don't want to be as involved in the business. They might be more of the builder mindset than the visionary yeah. mindset. But but yes. you have to work as a team, um, yeah. you know, in life, if you want to call it that. But also to access good friends or other entrepreneurs or mastermind groups or something where it feels safe enough to talk about it. Because that's also... That's something I've learned is that it needs to be a safe place to have those conversations um, as you start to talk about what your the the intimacies, if you want to call it that, of your business. Would you agree? I agree 100%. It's very, and it's also, it's very different to, as an entrepreneur, it is very different to sometimes speak to someone that is in a nine to five and doesn't actually truly understand like everything that you're doing over here as an entrepreneur. And so having somebody that at least maybe they don't have to understand it all, but just somebody to lean on that you can at least talk things through with. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in a lot of cases, um, as an entrepreneur, you can be so close to what you're doing that you can't always see all of the connecting point, whereas somebody completely outside of that can you know, often look at it and say, oh, well, why don't you do this and this? Yes. And so just, you know, having that person you can talk with and um, I, yeah, it's, it's very important. It's I very love important. that. Yeah. That's really yeah. good. Yes. So, <laughs> any other, you know, words of wisdom here? Um, Cause I know there's obviously been lots of challenges, you know, we, we now see kind of the end product and many of us are going to get off this call and, and subscribe, but are there certain challenges along the way that, that you feel as though you, you would want to share with other aspiring entrepreneurs? Oh my gosh. I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff, but um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Just, you know, don't be afraid to, to do it and do something new. And especially if it's something that you don't know anything about and have no business doing it, don't be afraid to do it because I think that's the, that's the first step is just that exploration of something that you don't necessarily know how to do, but it's calling to you. So just listen to the calls, go where you're called and be okay with not knowing how to get there. Just any type of movement towards it is is movement towards it and that's what people have to remember you don't have to have these ginormous steps within your business or within your calling you just have to move love it that's great super now share with everyone if they want to subscribe or if they want to they view themselves as a potential creator and they'd like to submit something to you could you clearly lay out the path on both sides, so to speak. Yes. Uh, so to subscribe, you just go to bloomtvnetwork.com and sign up for a monthly subscription. It's $9.99 a month. Uh, if you are a creator or someone in the floral world that just wants to put your name out there and create videos for Bloom, 
uh, you can email me directly at monica at bloomtvnetwork.com. I answer all of my emails and uh, I love hearing from other creators. Fabulous. As a creator too, we have monthly, once a month meetings uh, with all of our experts and creators where we bring in people to talk about helpful tips for filming, for marketing, for your business, for growth. We do collaborations um, and we, we are very much involved with the people that we're working with and that are creating content for our channel. So anybody that needs support or needs ideas, like we're always here to, to chat and help. So. Oh God, I love this. I absolutely love this. Truly, I do. I fell in love when I listened to you uh, with Joe on oh. Women Create and here we are now. And I've already got at least two to three people that I think should contact you about being creators, oh, actually. Perfect. Send them my way. I would love that. They're, they've already been in the magazine. I'm like, oh, ladies, come on. So thank you. Thank you, Monica, so much from the bottom of my heart for, for sharing this today, but also for creating it because the world needs more beauty. We, we need things that refuel us and bring us I don't know happiness if we want to call it that and thank you you're making a difference in the world and I so appreciate that and I'm going to benefit from everything you're doing so I'm going to subscribe wonderful thank you thank you oh my how exciting was that right Monica shared not only her startup journey, which was absolutely loaded with ideas and tips that you can use if you're building a business, right? But also how you can get involved in Bloom TV Network. Both if you're a creator, super important, and might even want your own channel, as well as people like me who just want regular access to ideas and products and even those emotional benefits, those emotional health benefits of flowers. What I so loved about my conversation with Monica was how after, you know, taking several jobs following graduating from college, she, you know, came to the realization that those jobs were the right, sounded like the right fit. They were the perfect jobs for someone at her stage of life, but she wasn't happy. And as this young professional, she questioned what it was that she really loved to do and how she could turn it into a business. Well, we talk about this all the time, right? So we're right on target, as they say. Go to bloomtvnetwork.com to check out what Monica has started, what she's launching. And there will also be some information in the show notes how you can propose to Monica if you think you would like to be a potential creator. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could take a few minutes to rate our podcast and to subscribe. Makes a difference out there. We've got lots of super interesting conversations coming up. And if you subscribe, you'll automatically get a notice of each new podcast, which comes out every Monday. So I look forward to our conversation next week. And as we say in Paris, a bientôt.